Hello and happy Tuesday, my friends. This is Danielle Carter, and I'd like to welcome you back to another informative episode of Cisco Champion Radio, where we provide insights and visibility into products and solutions across the Cisco portfolio and trending topics across our industry. If you like our podcast, please follow us and feel free to share your favorite episodes with your colleagues and friends. If you have thoughts or comments on what we should cover in a future episode, let us know. Talk with us on X at Cisco Champion. Today, we are talking about getting more from your SD-WAN by extending to Secure Access Service Edge. In this episode of Cisco Champion Radio, learn how to harness the power of SD-WAN by combining it with converged cloud security capabilities that only a SASE architecture offers. Listen and learn to discover use cases uniquely designed to deliver anywhere connectivity, always on cloud security, and improved remote worker experience from anywhere. So let's get started with introductions. Liam, how are you? Tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do. Hi, Danielle. Thanks for having me again. Uh, this is Liam Keegan. I am uh, the, the Chief Technology Officer for 24-7 Networks Rio Bravo. We are a Cisco partner with operations in both the U.S. and Mexico. And part of what we do is a lot of consulting and a lot of implementations around SSE and SASE. And these are conversations we are having pretty much every day with our with our clients and uh, I'm super excited to uh, to to be involved in this uh, topic so thank you so much for having me of course thank you for joining us Pierre this is your first Cisco champion radio <laughs> tell us who you are and what it is that you do um, hi uh, hi Daniel thank you um, my name is Pierre Bozon I'm um, a principal engineer with Rakuten and I am uh, working more in the data center backbone and and some security aspects in in those areas. Uh, so I'm definitely interested in in, in SACI as well and exploring um, how how can all of these PCs like one and 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 security and and remote um, workforce endpoints can be merged and bring a seamless experience together. So sounds to be. Uh, promise to be a cool, cool discussions. Thank you for having me. Of course, thank you for joining us. Okay, Avinash, who's our guest for today's episode, please tell us who you are and what it is that you do at Cisco. Hey, thanks, Daniel. Uh, I'm Avinash Ramesh. I'm a senior technical marketing engineer, uh, part of the Cisco Plus Secure Connect team, which is Cisco's unified SASE. So I am basically looking after the entire SD-WAN integration with uh, Cisco Plus Secure Connect and the broader uh, application, remote access, and uh, all of those things as a technical marketing engineer. Um, so that is me. It's nice to meet Liam and Pierre, and thanks for having me. Well, thanks for thanks for being here. And maybe you could just sort of briefly set the stage for the listeners on like what is SSE and SASE and how like what problem is it solving in today's enterprise networking space? So basically, currently we are seeing a huge network transformation that's happening uh, across the customer network infrastructure, wherein we are looking at customers who are adopting this, what I call the mass exodus, which is uh, all applications that are that were previously hosted in data centers to be 
like moved to cloud, whether they're private or public clouds hosted there, and all their remote workers and more of a move, movement into the hybrid work model. So everyone are now like needing that direct internet access, more secure internet access, and uh, more access to the private applications and stuff, uh, integrating your users. And so keeping this in mind, so basically Gartner came up with what is called as SASE, that is converging your network as a service and your security as a service into one cloud managed platform. And that is SASE. So within SASE, you have the SD-WAN component, which is all your network as a service identities from the WAN coming into, uh, integrating into a cloud security fabric. And then you have all your security services, like uh, all like all your entire cloud security fabric with uh, cloud-delivered firewalls, with your uh, uh, securing your web traffic, securing your application, ZDNA capabilities. That, com that comprises of what is, what was designed, what was actually uh, named as SSE, Secure Service Edge by Gartner, like a couple years back. So SASE is nothing but a combination of, it's a larger umbrella, which comprises of SD-WAN and SSE together. That is what is SASE. So, so how, let, let, let's maybe take an example customer, like a retail, a retailer, right? If they have, 250 locations across the the, the globe yeah. like like you know the, the the traditional network model is that you sell a firewall at each one of those you sell maybe some content filtering some ips some you know some whatever and then you go configure a bunch of vpn tunnels on there um how is it changed with sd-wan i'm sorry with sd-wan and sse uh, you know, for for that retailer, like what what what's different? Why why does somebody want to invest in that? So, if you look at the traditional model and how exactly many of the current infrastructure works, there has been evolutions, but there is all traffic that like the let's take the example that you gave me, yeah, right? Like uh, uh, you have uh, two hundred and fifty networks, let's say two hundred and fifty sure. branches. And everyone has a firewall in each branch, but they have all their resources consolidated in probably one data center or spread across two or three data centers. Uh, so any anything, any traffic that has to go was previously and currently is always backhauled through those data centers, whether it has to reach internet, whether it has to reach any resource, it is always backhauled, right? And as I mentioned, before, right? There is a transformation happening where everyone's now breaking off the those data centers, putting applications in cloud. Now users are spread across globally. Now everyone wants to access everything directly in the cloud or access internet directly. They don't want to backhaul through the data centers and stuff. They want faster access. Now as we want factor faster access, we cannot compromise on security. We cannot uh, introduce complexity in managing your network and stuff. So that's why the birth of this solution, right? Like wherein you 
bring in your entire SD-WAN infra, you, you still have your firewalls as it is, right? But you connect them to a cloud security fabric that is Cisco Plus Secure Connect. You build a connection to that fabric. You bring all your remote users who are spread across globally. You bring them also to the same cloud security fabric. And all your applications that are hosted everywhere in different clouds or even like even some you might be in a customer who are not completely transferred transformed into the cloud uh, world but are still in data center world and some applications in cloud some in data center you can still bring your data center to the cloud connect to the closest region bring your applications in cloud to secure connect now everything is now in one cloud managed dashboard and you can now do your security policies your networking policies everything from one single place so it's simplified management centralized management but distributed enforcement of your policies and your security as well it's like all your traffic whatever entities endpoints you've brought in complete interconnect and security is taken care of from this centralized solution. So if is it accurate? So because I, I remember some of my days in consulting where we had this kind of retailing cons, con, um, clients and we were moving like from, as you said, like branch design, central sites, we added some breakouts, internet breakouts, then we had cloud proxies um SaaS applications that we were locally offloading and we have some sort of all sort of complexity and a pile of of components uh that we're heading to each other so what i understand from what you said is that we are now looking at a real consolidation of everything into one single place so single pane and single um place where all these these services like firewall everything's as a service and hosted exactly. on behalf of the clients right yes exactly okay. so it's one single pane of glass solution that uh, consolidates your security like all your firewall your web traffic everything is secured through once in through one cloud security fabric and all your networking infrastructure is integrated to that fabric and so that you now broaden your identities that needs to be secured uh, or that needs to be part of the ZDNA or any capability. So you bring in your branch, your remote users, everyone which are identities as individual to secure connect or to I the solution. I, I think that that's a really like key point about this because traditionally like with, with the old school network of hey i have my branch offices or my branch locations with mpls or mpls with a vpn backup or something like that it's like you had two classes of users you had your users that were behind your firewall and then your user had your users that were outside your firewall that would have like a vpn maybe to get back in but then they would connect or not connect and so i i think one of the most important things with this secure with 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 secure access is that there is no second class citizen anymore no matter where you are you have that same protection because you connect to your cisco plus secure connect instance and then from there you get to all of your stuff and it doesn't matter whether you're at home in your pajamas or you're in an office in your pajamas right you're you're no matter what you're like still connecting to 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 the the, the place where you have your security policy enforced is that a is that a true 
statement. Exactly. Uh, you actually hit the right spot there. Yeah. So it's more, as you said, it, uh, the secure access service edge, the whole concept of SASE that we adopt with, uh, that, that is what is Cisco Plus Secure Connect built on, is basically unifying all, like consolidating, integrating all your network security, like networking infra into one platform, uh, one cloud security fabric, and then having your policy enforcement, you have that flexibility to choose where your policy needs to be enforced, uh, at what uh, point, and how your traffic needs to be uh, secured, because you build an interconnect through, uh, through the Cisco Plus Secure Connect fabric, and you have now the visibility of what are my what are all my identities? What are my traffic patterns? How I can secure each traffic pattern, each identity associated with that particular traffic and uh, that level of granularity all from one single pane of glass. Okay, so the clients can be whatever, uh, someone, like a, a branch office, a data center. Exactly, yeah. Whoever. A user coming from a branch behind yeah. a branch office or a user individually, uh, like uh, having uh, VPNing to your uh, like uh, to VPNing to your organization, or a trusted authorized user who wants to access applications which do not need VPN-based access. That is part of the clientless ZTNA that we have, wherein uh, we have that capability where you can like choose from your user, user groups, create a policy, choose what set of user groups can actually access what set of applications without being the need of logging into a VPN. And also you can give that like a combined access for applications. It's all from one single dashboard, right? Like this is the simplicity that we have brought in, wherein all of these configurations, everything can be done from one single pane of dashboard. So, so we, we we had a really interesting use case for the, the client list. And I think this is the thing that people don't know about, right? Because yeah. everybody is used to like, well, when I VPN in, I have my, you know, any connect software or secure client, I think we're supposed to call it now, right? Yeah. That's sitting on my laptop and I, and I connect in and then I get to my stuff, right? Well, the client list access, I mean, it's been around forever, but we did a use case where we were having, our, uh, it, it was a municipality. Right, so a, a local government agency, they needed all of their users to be able to log in from home to do their open enrollment, like their benefits, right, to choose their health plan and dental and whatnot for the year. They needed the users to be able to log in, but they also needed to be able to like support compute because not everybody has a, a laptop. So we use clientless access uh, on the platform. Basically, they logged in. They, you know, they were prompted for their 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 username and password, and then did Duo two factor. But it was from their own computer, and then they just got a web browser that pointed directly to their uh, their their like enrollment portal. And so the IT workload on it was super light. They didn't have anything. They didn't need to send the laptops home. They didn't need to change anything. But yet it could still be done securely. So I think that like, you know, publishing applications out that especially that are web based you know, through that client list, it's like a lot of times everything you do is on the web anyway. So like, why do you really even need a IP-based VPN tunnel anymore? It's, it's, I think it's kind of cool because it's like, if you think about it, like what do you use that's not, not web, right? Exactly. And that's the whole point. Like if you 
are able to expose your identities and authorize them, authenticate them in the right manner more securely, there's no need for you to access your web-based applications through VPN. You have authorized what set of user, user groups can access this application and you have that layer of security bound there. So they can they don't need to be on vpn as you mentioned this is a classic scenario right like i'm like that's the whole concept of hybrid work flexible work culture where i should be able to work from anywhere i don't need to be always on a vpn or anything i should be able to access at least my resources so that i am authorized to access that i should be able to access it without a vpn as well so uh, those web applications so that 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 fits the story and i'm glad that there is even there is agreement that this is the right model, especially with this transformation that's happening. So, so here we we speak about exposing an internal application and offloading like the authentication authorization like all yes. the IM to yeah. uh, something else that will interface with this application. Yeah, exactly. Not not only internal, even your uh, yeah applications could that be. Yeah, it could be whatever SaaS. Applica SaaS applications that your organization is using and stuff. So, but I think yeah, a key. We have a lot of uh, issues sometimes to publish, like purely internal application, as you said. So that's a, a very, it's very good value that many customers can find. Definitely. But but like taking that step one one step further, I mean I I think that like let let's let's maybe help our our listeners understand like exactly what the implications of this are because like this really just contributes to this is zero trust, right? This this is and so it's it's when you log into Cisco Plus Secure Connect, right? You you log in with your maybe your Active Directory or your Azure AD or Entra uh, ID. Duo authentication or Duo two-factor, right? So you, you go through the same the same steps that you normally do, yeah. and then the 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 Cisco Plus Secure Connect cloud understands when you successfully authenticate what groups you're a member of, right? I might be in like Salesforce users, or I may be in you know my you know the the Rakuten cashback application, you know free money printing program, right? Website, <laughs> and so but but then at, at that point. The network, right, when, when, when you connect, the network can almost apply that like an ICE-like access list to you that says, hey, you're allowed to go to Salesforce or you're allowed to go to these super secret applications or connect to our ERP. Whereas like, you know, I may be just a network user. Pierre is the, the, the CTO. He gets access to the ERP and the CRMs. I may not just because of our group membership. And now that's enforced equally across every method of access into my environment, right? And, and and I think that like that's the step, like that's where like Cisco Plus Secure Connect sort of helps these organizations start achieving zero trust because you start it with wide open and you just sort of, well, no, nobody should get to this except these users, turn that off. Nobody should get to this, turn this off, right? And it, it lets you keep focusing that down. Are, 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 Avi, are you seeing people do that? Oh yeah, definitely. We're seeing large adoptions, uh, especially with respect to uh, the whole transformation that's happening. Uh, and as you mentioned, right, Liam, the whole idea with Cisco Plus Secure Connect is to make it as simple for a customer, for an end user to be able to access what resource 
uh, at the same time not compromise on security, right? So you as an organization might have already existing uh, set of, let's say, IDPs with uh, all your users, everyone classified and user groups already formed and you have your infrastructure set. Now you're like, hey, I want to get away from this traditional networking model. I want to move to a SASE world. Let me go to Cisco Plus Secure Connect. You don't have to move a pin aside with respect to your user, user groups, and whether you have your IDP as an Okta or Azure Active Directory, whatever it is, you bring it as it is to Cisco Plus Secure Connect. So you just inherit your entire user groups, which now enables all the identities for you from your user user groups to set your policies. What who has to have access to what set of application? How they want to be accessed? Whether over a VPN or whether as a clientless access, more like a browser clientless ZTNA or a browser-based access. So that level of granularity in identities once you bring your users is like it's just we just inherit the same set of user and user groups. Well, and and I think that's one of the most important things to, yeah. to 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 clarify is that is that you know the Cisco plus secure connect does not replace your authenticators right exactly. you still use yeah. you use your whether it's ping or octa or uh, you know uh, microsoft or aws or google or whatever it is it's if it's basically if it's saml if it's a saml idp you can you can use it and you get all that information so you're not just adding on another silo to be able to manage and then you can write those rules that says these groups or these users maybe from these locations or these countries are allowed to access these applications and then all of a sudden you're down the road down that journey of zero trust yeah exactly and uh, that that what simplifies uh, your transformation in architecture where you don't have to get rid of your existing infrastructure or anything you just move everything as it is but at the same time, achieve a more transformative and a more uh, uh, enhanced, simplified model, and that is what Cisco Plus Secure Connect brings to the table. So, so it brings together connectivity to to places, to network places, identity uh, enforcement, and it brings that all together to make happen like one client, one or well, a set of access. Exactly. That's the, yeah. the problem. Yeah, exactly. So let's take an example, right? Like, uh, let's say uh, Rakuten itself. So you have multiple branch offices everywhere, right? Across the globe. Now you have around, just an example, you have around 50 offices in Europe. You have around 50 offices in US. And you have your data center with some applications that are sitting in US, some applications, the same set of applications sitting in Europe. So this is the best thing, like your entire set of 50 offices uh, in US can connect to the closest pops that we have in US. Uh, you can just one click, you just build a, a tunnel to that particular pop with high availability. It's a high, highly available tunnel, a primary and secondary. And you now have access, you now have connectivity to the cloud security fabric. So your entire internet traffic from those 50 locations that you're connected is secured through the entire security chain with uh, uh, DNS layer level security, with uh, cloud layer three, layer seven, blaze cloud security, cloud delivered firewalls, and your web traffic uh, with uh, data loss prevention and all of those things. 
at the same time you also ha now have the ability to choose uh, you now have the ability to actually interconnect your branch traffic now those 50 uh, locations there there can be uh, east west communication between those 50 locations as well some printer your conferencing or some, yeah, some endpoints right so that is that can also be routed and secured from so you expose those identities into the secure connect world so that can also be secured through secure connect or you can choose what like you have high bandwidth traffic, you're like, I don't want to send it through the cloud. I And some trusted SaaS traffic. I don't want to send it through the cloud. You have now the ability to exclude it out of Secure Connect, send it directly to internet, okay. right? And now you get to bring in all your Europe region offices, your America region offices, everything to one cloud and interconnect between those. Now, actually, if you bring the data center application sets that are in Europe, uh, to Secure Connect and the data center and the application sets that are in US to Secure Connect. Now, anyone can access anything and you can control who can access what as well, right? So that's the level of granularity and interconnect that we have. So. I mean, you mentioned something that was like, like you know, you, you go and you go into the dashboard and you click and literally with the cloud on-ramp capabilities in the Meraki dashboard, it spins it up in a matter of minutes. And you, you basically just pick your sites that you want to have, you know, either by policy or one by one manually, and you, you set it up. And then all of a sudden, those sites, instead of using, you know, for instance, their local ISP, they're backhauling all of their traffic. Like, um, we, we set it up here in Denver, uh, and, you know, there's a Denver pop. And the backup pop to Denver was Dallas, and it was, I mean, the, like, like an, an additional millisecond or two of latency to go through the Denver pop. So it's not like you're going across country or you're 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 ramping up your latency uh, significantly by sending your traffic where it doesn't need to be. I mean, I think part of the part of the the, the value of this is like you can click and get it enabled. I mean, it's it's no joke. Like, go try it in your dashboard. Talk to your AM or you know talk to your partner talk to your partner about getting getting some licenses on there to do it. And then once it's done you're not thinking about it again because it's just it's just natively integrated especially with the Meraki. I mean, you can do it without Meraki, but like the Mar it's so simple so yeah, it's, th that's the feedback that, I, that that we've got i mean we were all pretty just like wow that, that was shockingly easy yeah. all you need is an api key and it just it does it exactly once you integrate it once you have it integrated to the api keys you're set uh we have had success stories where we have onboarded uh, customer organizations with uh, like 115 branches uh, to secure connect, uh, 150 SD-WAN branches to secure connect, like within 45 seconds to a minute, yeah. all at once. Oh, I'll right? leave it. Uh, yeah, so it was that. It is that fast, that easy. Uh, just choose, and you and what you mentioned, Liam, about the latency as well, right? Before, from a classic traditional architecture, you used to actually send everything to your data centers, at least the regions that were closer to the data centers were okay uh, from a latency standpoint. Now you choose to connect directly to the data center that is closest to your region. You connect to that, all your internet traffic directly goes to internet. It's secured through the fabric. Your private app still goes through the data center to the resource that is actually behind and through the resource where actually behind where the application is behind actually so so what one of the one of the other things that i i don't think people 
have realized yet because i mean we all know that it budgets are getting huge and everybody's hiring right just because there's unlimited people to do things right and everybody wants to spend their nights and weekends managing things that was a joke so one of the big <laughs> use cases that we've seen for this is vpn concentrator replacement right so you know people have a you know they've got an asa or a firepower in their own data centers maybe it's virtual in aws right avi could you talk for a second about how an organization can sort of get rid of managing vpns and 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 you know not have to have that overhead anymore by by leveraging cisco plus secure connect yeah sure right like uh, basically if you're uh, uh, if you're actually looking at establishing an interconnect a secure interconnect for your network fabric right uh, and that's the whole point of vpn correct uh, a more secure connect uh, to your fabric uh, to your endpoint and stuff so if you're looking at that then whatever we discussed wherein you bring your uh, network infrastructure as it is we will take care of securing it yeah you still for uh just you just need to make sure you have a connectivity to our uh fabric and we establish that interconnect we can take care like we have the entire control for your security and at the same time you can choose where you need to secure your traffic uh whether at the edge whether at the cloud level and that gives you that flexibility so you you now have more control over your security uh and more confidence it's one single plane of management and uh, uh control so this way i feel it, it's a slow shift i would say replace would be a heavy word <laughs> because uh, Fair. Have, yeah it's a slow shift and uh, uh there needs to be more exposure and more areas to make us more uh, secure so that uh, it's a traditional infrastructure, right? Especially VPN has been from a long time. People are used to it. So there's a lot of level of security that even uh, we need to actually be in par with to actually replace uh, instead. Uh, I would say it's a slow transition yeah. that would happen. Yeah. But but then with with that though, just just to make sure that our listeners understand, it's like if if somebody VPNs from their you know their home or you know a, a coffee shop to the the Cisco Plus Secure Connect Edge, right? From there, if they need to actually access internal resources like in data centers that you know maybe aren't in the cloud, uh, still on prem, there is a tunnel that is set up between the cloud and on premise, right? So yeah. that that you know that's part of moving that edge closer to the user, moving it out, mm -hmm. right? But that tunnel is what everybody uses to basically access these secured resources that can be then protected by user and group authentication, like we talked about a little bit earlier, right? So it's all, it's what, what, I, what, I, what I wanna make sure that people understand is like, it's, it's not just these like point things that are all sort of like haphazardly thrown together. It's a, it's this cohesive solution where you do things once and you can leverage it in different ways. Exactly. And so, as part of consolidating, you are actually enhancing your whole connectivity and security. So you just, as you said, uh, Liam, it's just you do everything at once uh, at, and then you choose how you want to secure what area, how you want to access uh, what applications, uh, how a user, uh, what level of access a user can have. And uh, 
that level of granularity and security. And, and from a if we, since we are talking about VPN and, a, and endpoints, so that the, it it also brings much, I would say, simplicity because you are much pops. Uh, because when you bring in a VPN concentrator service, you have this, these concentrators in data centers. You have to understand where to load balance the people, which is the closest side. So maybe the some GSL GSLB geolocation based maybe service that needs to point to the right gateway and so on and so forth and sometimes there is caveats into that so this is like bundle up and and much simplified uh, that's one of the takeaways i understand from uh, yeah definitely especially from the this. Presence of, uh... and this this relates to what you said it's can replace um kind of traditional vpn concentrators infrastructures as we were using it yeah definitely yeah, exactly, Pure. Uh, it's it's all those uh, pops and th its presence globally that gives you flexibility to actually get connected to the closest region. Uh, all you do is just click on your VPN connect as a user. And in the back end, we actually connect you to the closest region and control your traffic and secure your traffic accordingly, right? You don't uh, always get routed back to the data center or anywhere. So. Well, and, and also, I mean, I think, I think Pierre and Avi, you guys had a really good point about like, maybe this doesn't replace everything. Cause one of the examples that I, or one of the, the, the use cases that I was asked about was, Hey, you know, we have all these B2B tunnels, these B2B VPNs for our business partners. Is that yeah. something we can move to Cisco plus secure connect? And the answer for that is no, right? This is really not designed for those, those types of, of, of connections, unless it's user driven. I mean, this is really a user you know, end user facing or, or site facing connectivity. Would you, would you agree with that? Or is that like, how, how, would you characterize that as true? Yeah. Uh, actually, can you repeat? Sorry. I... No, no. So, so instead of like, like if you have B2B, so if, if I, you know, if I'm a, a merchant and I need to, you know, have a yeah. connection, it's always on to my payment processor. Right. Or I have a, a DR provider that where I'm sending my backup data, that type of traffic would not go through. Cisco plus secure connect, because that's sort of that like data center to data center, like that just stays as is. You still need that infrastructure, but where Cisco plus secure connect really shines is when it, when it allows you to replace or augment the, the user facing experience is that, 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 that I think is more what I'm trying to. Exactly. Trying to get. Yeah, actually, that's very true. Right. And this is what I initially mentioned as well, wherein. You don't necessarily have to send your entire traffic through Secure Connect, or you don't have to secure your entire traffic through the cloud. Like you have the option whether what traffic you want to default to Secure Connect. Uh, let's say I just want to like uh, uh, protect. I want to secure just my internet traffic, which are like which needs protection from like a web-based protection or anything, right? I don't want my high bandwidth consuming traffic to go through the entire cloud. I can still exclude it out. My data center to data center traffic or my branch to branch, I don't want to go through the cloud. I can still go directly through it. And that you have the capability to choose what traffic you want to send through Secure Connect, what you want to exclude. So that level of flexibility at both layer three and layer seven at an application level or at an IP level, you have that ability to uh, granularly steer your traffic. So talking about 
other kind of use cases from the the the, the Cisco Plus Secure Connect. So so just kind of like maybe going back to the original. I mean, we've talked about a lot of things, but maybe going back to that original example of a retailer, right? It, it at this point, like sort of with the, the end vision is with with Cisco Plus Secure Connect. There's no real need for you know private backhaul, right? So it's just it's it can be commodity commodity internet like here in the states comcast or at&t or something like that or maybe 5g as a backup and as long as that site can talk to the cloud right there's really no it doesn't really matter how it gets there and then from a site from a from a from a like a retail location footprint you don't need firewalls you don't need you know, you're, I'm sorry, I shouldn't say, you don't need anything high powered. You don't need, you, you basically just need the equipment on premise to be able to like connect you to the cloud where all of the intelligence is, 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 is located. And maybe you could just take a minute and tell us a little bit about like the, the technology security stack that is in the cloud. Like you'd mentioned DLP or CASB or, you know, WAF and, and, and whatnot, or uh, sorry, SWG. I'm wondering maybe you just take a minute and talk about you know, what what's out there oh yeah definitely right so we inherit today uh so as i mentioned right cisco plus secure connect is like one solution that is integrating multiple uh offerings of cisco into one like license right mm -hmm. so this this builds the story where we have a tighter integration our security engine is powered by umbrella so we inherit all the security capabilities of Cisco Umbrella. Uh, let's say for an internet bound traffic, you have complete layered like a DNS layer, DNS layer security, uh, and uh, you have the cloud delivered firewall, which offers layer three, layer seven based security for all your internet bound traffic. And the capability with our cloud delivered firewall especially with Cisco Plus Secure Connect is now that we are building an interconnect, like that is both internet access and private apps access, private application access, everything is can be secured through this cloud centralized cloud delivered firewall that sits in the cloud, right? So whether you're branch to internet, remote user to internet or branch to branch or branch to private application, remote user to private application, entire traffic profiles can be secured through the cloud delivered firewall right and uh, the next hop to that would be the secure securing your web traffic which is the secure web gateway engine uh, that resides in umbrella so as part of that we have the data loss prevention which gives you multiple areas of uh, compliance uh, categories where you can choose like hey i don't want to process or i don't want to allow any uh, credit card detail based entries in any of such uh, websites or anything so block those websites or i don't want to go into any ssn uh, like uh, social security details need that can be entered in such website so that's the level of granularity that we have especially for web traffic and uh, inspection for uh, all the content that happens through the web, right? And we also have around 40 plus applications, part of our CASB, uh, so application visibility and monitoring and assessing the application risk and stuff. So this is actually the stack that we are built on. We have 
a roadmap to also work on uh, inheriting the remote browser isolation. Today, we don't actually uh, support it, but we do have plans to build on the integration of remote browser isolation as well. So this is our entire security stack with Cisco Plus Secure Connect. So one additional thing I actually wanted to tell is we also have that policy enforcement where you can choose where, like if you're securing a, a traffic profile through your cloud delivered firewall, you can choose where you want to secure it, whether at the edge when you're bringing your SD-WAN uh, into Secure Connect, whether at your edge, that is in your branch level, or at the cloud level, that is uh, through our cloud security, whatever I mentioned, the, the cloud delivered firewall. So that's our policy construct as well. Got it. Un understood. And, and, and so, I mean, like there are a lot of clients that are a lot of Cisco customers that already have umbrella, right? Yeah. And so moving from umbrella, whether it's maybe just DNS based or, or SIG based umbrella into Cisco plus secure connect is sort of that logical, that logical next step, because then you get the benefits of that cloud delivered not only that cloud delivered security stack, but also the, the, the inbound and outbound uh, connectivity and clientless VPN and whatnot. Um, I also, you, you also mentioned something RBI remote browser isolation, which I think is really, it, it, it's a, it's a, this, this awesome technology that is awesome for preventing just sort of like malicious, malicious websites. What it basically allows you to do is when you visit a website, like if you're going to Disney.com, instead of actually having the, the images and the, the HTML and the JavaScript rendered on your machine like your laptop or desktop or wherever it's actually rendered in the umbrella data center on a on a basically a headless chrome server and the only thing that's sent to your machine is like the images so even if you maliciously click something and 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 you know like click something that you're not supposed to you're not going to infect your machine you're going to infect you know some some very temporary um uh, you know, kind of headless, uh, like I said, Chrome instance in a data center that will just get destroyed when you're done with your session. So RBI is a great way of just protecting, you know, protecting your end user base against just like, I mean, I know I've done it when you click on something, it's like, oh, that was dumb. <laughs> so exactly. Yeah. So Our, that... RBI is a game changer for, uh, for, for workforce security and, and for all like phishing related threats. Um, and, and yeah. So that that is cool. That is on the roadmap. I think I, I I've seen that as well. And you were uh, you were speaking about so about the on uh, the CDEF firewall, the cloud delivered firewall. So where you can put the the rules at different point of the network, so you can enforce the traffic before entering entering the the fabric or or before getting into applications. Um, what is the, the value I can see is the, where where I stop the the bad traffic from from entering the network is is that the the idea? Exactly. So uh, the idea behind I can, that, I can the, deny it as as close as the edge. That's that's exactly. the purpose. Yeah. Yes. The idea behind is give that flexibility to customers to choose where they want their point of enforcement. Right. Uh, it not necessarily has to be in the cloud always, right? They can choose uh, whether to have enforcement at the edge, directly at the branch level, but 
the point of control and management are at the centralized level right so you you manage everything from one place that's the simplicity you want to bring into a network infrastructure but your enforcement is where you have that flexibility to choose where you want to secure your traffic at what point of your network you don't have to necessarily like have everything always ramped like coming to the cloud uh, utilizing that bandwidth of yours always coming uh, being inspected in the cloud uh, if it is inspected back in your edge itself it saves a lot of bandwidth uh, from yeah. your tunnel and your whatever you're funneling to the cloud right so that's the whole flexibility and the point we want to okay well i feel like we covered a lot on this topic Avinash, I want to give you an opportunity if there's anything that we didn't cover, anything that you want to ask the champions before I close out. Oh, yeah. Uh, one thing would be what are the, like, probably a question would be what are the top three uh, critical aspects that would help for any customer if they transition to uh, this model of SASE, like, just to summarize this thing, right? Like, so Liam and Pierre, what do you think would be the top three critical aspects? Well, I, I think it really, it, it really, and, and, and maybe let me make sure I'm answering your question correctly, but I think like the, the one of the most important things is it really gets, it, it reduces the number of moving parts that our customers have to manage, right? It, it You're taking a lot of this basic blocking and tackling work, you know, when you, especially when you have a large scale footprint, site footprint, and you're centralizing all the management, right? You're allowing it to scale virtually to an unlimited scale out at the edge, right? And then you're providing this like single pane of glass and single, basically, I'm sorry, single point of enforcement into your network where all your protected assets are. So it's just designed to make our customers' lives simpler, right? Exactly. Stop managing stuff the hard way, centralize it, put it in the cloud, let Cisco handle the scale and the, the distributed network, and then just, just, take advantage of that. that that's that's my my takeaway on that. Exactly. So. So I, I think I, I, I completely agree with that. So it, there is a, a, an incentive for an infrastructure team because you consolidate and you converge everything into a single place. There is also an incentive from uh, from the point of view of the, the remote user. So the, your, your workforce, um, they are better secured. Uh, they are, it's more agile in the way they interact with the information system because we spoke we spoke about clientless access, we spoke about um, simplified VPN access, uh, better performance, identity-based controls. So I think there is, yeah, from the infrastructure team there is a, a simplification in the operations, and but also on the from the from the internal client, I would say. I mean, um, from from. Uh, from people using it, there is also uh, an interest. So I, I, I would have at that. And and what I I see is that it, we converge on the new on a new sec network security model that is based that is identity based mm. application level and yeah. like the granularity is like it's it's. I would not micro segmentation, but smaller than that, because we are talking about, we can drill down to the user. So it's like shifting also to a new kind of network security perspective. I don't know well if said. you agree with that. Yeah. Yes, definitely. Uh, I'm so happy that both of your 
opinions actually resonate to whatever vision we have with our product and the roadmap. So it was awesome. It's thank awesome. you. Yeah. Well, thank you all. That's another great episode on the books. To our listeners, if you want to continue your learning on today's topic, you can check out the resources provided in the show notes below. And this is your weekly reminder. You can subscribe to Cisco Champion Radio on your favorite streaming platform and receive alerts on our latest releases. So wherever you're listening to us, make sure to click on that subscribe or follow button now. Thank you for listening in and see you again next time.